Do you realize this is a professional thing? This is like a legitimate job we have, right? Like you can't just go scaring somebody. Somebody who's especially wearing a cardigan. I'm old. I might have a pacemaker. Don't call me a unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Trish Davison's review where she says, You are the voices in my heart. That's sweet. I'm late to the party, just discovered podcasts, so still in season one, but y'all make me so happy. I'm addicted to your raw and real takes on everything you discuss and the humor and open arms you offer all parents, because it's hard. Now, if you'll excuse me, back to Brink. Back to binging more episodes. P.S. I rarely review anything, only the most exceptional. <gasps> and you ladies are just that. Keep killing it. Oh. Thank you so much, that was Trish a great Davison. Re- so it, moving forward, all of you who want to give us a review, <laughs> this one is a great model to follow. <laughs> yeah, right. It had a good beginning, middle, and ending, and obviously gave us five stars with accolades. So we'll, we'll take more of those, please. Or whatever you want to give us, really. Unless it's a bad review. Yeah. Leave that. Yeah. I'm your host, Meredith from That's Inappropriate. And I'm Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give, you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're talking about parents using fake social media accounts to monitor their children. (laughs) A report says young people are growing horns on their skulls from use uh, of electronic devices. Okay. Come on. Nope. It's true. Writer has a suggestion for moms with lazy husbands. Simply divorce them. Oh. We will talk about all of these things. That is extreme. (laughs) Why did why was this frog like, hey girl, I'm gonna wait until you start the podcast and then I'm gonna hop up in your throat? Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like wow. suddenly <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's not gross. Did you get it? Let's open the show with a mom fail moment. We're here because we've all struggled as moms, and anyone who says that they haven't is a liar face. Mm. Meredith, do you have a mom fail moment to share with us? I don't every day in my life. Okay, girl, what um, you got? Let's see. Mom fail mo recent mom fail moment. Ew. Oh my Ew. gosh. Okay, so I have been traveling quite a bit. On September the sixth. <laughs> And this is a very specific date for a reason. Um, We were out of town once again, but my husband had to come with me that time because we were at a show in Pittsburgh and he had to work. And so um, Grandma Jean had the kids and she's such a wonderful soul that she sent my children home with leftovers so that they could pack their thermoses Monday morning for school lunch. And so Monday morning, the day the day after the show, that Monday morning, the kids look in the fridge and they're like, oh, man, we left the leftovers at Grandma Jean's. I can't believe it. Now we don't have lunch. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, we'll just have peanut butter and jelly. Well, we completely forget about this for weeks. Yesterday, September 29th, 
We were in the car and I kept telling the kids for weeks, I go, there's smell in this car and I don't know what it is. And they're like, I don't smell anything. And then the kids were complaining yesterday. They're like, the smell's really bad today, mom. And Dave's like, it's just the car. The car reeks all the time and it's because you guys are in it. And I was like, I was like, no, I smell it too. It's, it's really funky today. So I went into the trunk after we left Marshall's to put the bags in the trunk and I find this one old target bag and I was like that's weird what is this so I pick it up and I open it and there is the pasta bake from September 6th in a Tupperware with the lid slightly open and it had been reeking up my vehicle for what is that September 6th to September 29th that's That's 24 days oh it's three weeks (laughs) three weeks So, of course, Dave thought this was hilarious, and he's like, open the lid all the way, and I'm like, no, it'll smell gross. He's like, you won't do it. So I was like, I'll do it. So I opened it and almost vomited in the parking lot of Marshall's. I feel like you actually did, though. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw an Instagram story of you. I did. It's coming out of your mouth. It, I got, like, I started to get the runny nose and the watery eyes, and then I did the gag thing, and I, some spittle came out. Gross. But I can't seem to keep anything clean, and I can't seem to keep anything organized, and it was the most, like... One time I found the egg from the egg from an egg McSandwich or whatever they're called. An English Mc, what are they called? Wow. Egg McMuffin. Jeez, I found the a whole sandwich. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know what I mean? I found the whole egg slice. One of the kids had left like just threw it in the car. It didn't <laughs> smell though. Oh, it stunk. Because it's not real food, I thought. No, but it stunk to high heaven. It stunk like old egg. It was disgusting. But so the it stuff is real I, eggs. the stuff I found in my car, it's just disgusting. Listen, I bought for Breeze double duty extra hard Febreze last night to spray in my car because when you get into it you could tell there's a funk something and no offense to my amazingly wonderful husband but before he got his own vehicle he would like go to the gym and then like sit in my cloth seats oh. and so I'm 99% sure it's like, B.O. yeah what yeah. do I do can you, you just get spray a- Febreze or no I think you need to get a seat cover well, that you can wipe down that, good idea now, but like, what do I do? Oh, you burn the car. <laughs> Take Drive it into a lot, torch it, and then collect insurance money because that is always going to smell like a locker room. So cool. sorry, not sorry. It's that's stinky husband odor. I'm going to need everyone here to just keep, you know, you never heard this. Okay. <laughs> if you see a news report, <laughs> neighborhood set on fire. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Just <laughs> Up goes the car. Don't you have new shirts in your shop? Do I have new shirts in my shop? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have a couple of new shirts. Cool. Where did that come from? I'm just trying to hook you up because okay. <laughs> you had a shirt that said, it's fine, it's fine. It reminded me. Yeah, it's my favorite one. Meredith, mm-hmm. what does the captain of the cruise ship say when you ask if we are sailing the wrong direction? I don't know what. Of course. Oh, that's so terrible. Do you get it? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I got it. It was awful. So awesome. You you said awesome wrong. Yeah. No, I didn't. But um, we are, and this is going to air after the fact, so it won't make any sense time logically, but our cruise for the community is in three days. Wow. Well, four days. That's exciting. It is. I'm so excited. I'm sweating. Ew. Well. Okay. Don't let me on your cloth seats. No, I was just thinking that. I'm... (laughs) I'm excited for you and and everybody who gets to hang out. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. 
Oh. <gasps> Is that today? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's International Podcast Day. <gasps> We should have cupcakes. The rule is on International Podcast Day, you must give us a five-star review and share this podcast with 347 of your closest friends. I don't know if that's a thing. I feel like it is. And also, who has that many friends? (sighs) You. I have three, maybe four, maybe seven separately, but not all together. Oh. All right. So during a recent interview with the former New York Yankee shortstop Alex Rodriguez, he let it slip that he has a burner Instagram account to follow his daughters on Instagram. He stated that um, his daughters wouldn't allow him to follow them, so he couldn't see what they post, so he did a workaround. And he made another account where he pretends to be a teenager. Love that. Also super scary. So let's let's just kind of unpack this for a second. Ew, what if your kid was like, hey, you're cute. Here's my boobs. Oh. You know what I mean? To your burner account suddenly. That's risque. Hopefully his daughters aren't ho bags though and he doesn't have to worry about that. That's the technical term. Yeah. So, but my question, there's a couple of questions here though. Is it okay to do that because that is clearly an invasion of your child's privacy how old are they teenagers like young or older i believe they're older i want to say high school Mm. they're in high school so the question so it's a couple of questions number one are your kids actually allowed to have privacy on social media number two if you're going to allow them to have social media accounts should you just allow them to run free with them or should you be allowed to create these burner accounts or what, what are the rules here? Because it definitely seems like it's an invasion of privacy. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying it's a conversation that probably needs to be had because most kids are getting social media earlier and earlier and earlier. What's the right age to have social media? Never. Never. Okay. But it's going to happen. So what age are you do you feel like you'd Gosh. allow your kids to have social media? I think maybe when they start driving a car. So high school, 15, 16 years old. Yeah. And okay. my, my thinking is I don't want them just sitting around the house all day scrolling like their old mob. <laughs> like I, I would love to have as much family time as I can while they're here. And so they're going to hate me probably. And it but I don't think it's necessary, especially, dude, TikTok changed my life, okay? TikTok is this app, and it's primarily for teenagers. And <clears throat> But the teens these days are so like, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? They They think that their worth is based on likes yeah. and attention. And so they try to post the sexiest TikToks ever and they're winking and lip syncing and doing little scrunchy nose things. Oh. And it's like traumatizing to me. Like they should not be acting like that at mm. that age. And so it scares me and I don't want my kids to ever have social media or leave the house ever. Right. So my oldest is 13. He'll be 14 next year when he goes into high school. He still doesn't have social media. Good. And I don't believe that he will have social media. He won't before high school. But then I really – I think I'm going to wait and kind of have the conversation with him once he's in high school and say, would you like to have an Instagram account? But but the rule I believe in our house will be if he 
if he does in fact want an Instagram account, um, I will know the passwords and I will follow him. There's none of this. You're not allowed to follow me because I'm the parent. Preach. So you don't get to say, oh, you can't follow my Instagram page. It's like, well, then you don't get an Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like. Who says that? Well, I think, I think, I think A-Rod here is giving them way too much freedom personally because they're kids. Why should you get to have any type of social media that I can't see what's going on? I need to know. I need to know what's happening. Like maybe um, a don't comment rule makes sense because parents are embarrassing and weird sometimes. Like I right. understand. Like that thing you posted on the filter free parents with Rob Lowe's kids. Yeah. That was hilarious. I can by understand the way. a child being like, hey, you know, I don't want you commenting on my stuff. It's just, it's embarrassing, you know, da da da. But to be like, you can't look, like, girl, what? Yeah. Are you cooking the meth factory up on your, <laughs> like, what can't I look at? What are you doing? Right. Let me throw this out. Hmm. You heard of Finsta? Finsta? Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, those are fake Instagram and fake Teams Instagram accounts. Fake one and be like, yeah, you can follow me. And it's, rainbows and puppies and then they have a real account that you don't know about right oh my goodness i thought finsta was like a instagram for fish right right it's not yeah. you're old they're making fish lips on there yeah <laughs> yeah no so it's mm. it's a very scary world and i think that we have a very different perspective on this because of the messages that we receive and the way we use our social media and the amount of followers that we have and things like that, because we've seen a different side of social media than most people see. Mm -hmm. So for me, does that mean that my children will not have social media? No, absolutely not. But I'm, I'm a keep an eagle eye. Like I'm a watch. Um, I'm all for using software on your computers to block sites. I'm all for using software that is going to promote safety, internet safety, um, for my kids because it is a scary place. The mm. dark, like the dark web. Yeah. Is like a real thing. Like people are out there doing shady shit. And it's like, I don't, I don't mm. want my kids, you know, participating in any of that. Even on a less extreme case though, like just the regular internet is some dark SHIT. Yeah. Like, People are so mean. And what I'm seeing is these teenagers with their phones, you know, they, like I said, they base their worth on how many likes or followers they have. And it's a slippery slope because if you're not getting those likes or those followers, then you like, sorry to keep bringing it back to TikTok, but this is a prime example. If your kids have TikTok, you better keep an eye on them. Okay. Because the what will happen is these teens will be like i i put so much effort into these videos and nobody likes them and i'm just going to quit tiktok and you know why do these people get likes and i don't and it's like i don't know if you ever saw that black mirror episode do, did you ever watch black mirror i have no idea what these things are cool it's okay. a netflix show you should watch it but okay. it it was a where they had these numbers above their head and like in life, it's in, it takes place in the future. And if somebody oh. has a good experience with you, they rate you. If if you're mean to somebody, they rate you low. Mm -hmm. And so, but they lived for these numbers above their head. So they were changing the way they acted in order to get a high score above their head. And it's just like that. And it scares me. And I don't want my kids to get bullied. I don't want my kids to think that they have to flash their pecs all over social media to get likes, you know, like I, I agree with that. And, and we have a lot of conversations 
with our children about value and worth. And, you know, we've had some very open conversations. I've told my kids, and I know people are going to get super, their feathers are going to get super ruffled when I say this. I've told my kids time and again, if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. Not everybody has to go to college and you can find a great job, but you will be, you will be self-sufficient. You don't have to play sports. If you don't like sports or if you don't want to, you will, you will find something else to do. You will be well-rounded in the sense that you will have other activities or things that you'll be involved in. But like, it's not my job to tell you what to do. It's your job to figure out what you like and, and what is you know, what path you want to go down and I'll help you with that. But like, I, you know, they don't need to live some life that I've dreamt up in my head and now expect them to go. And I just don't believe in that. I don't want to, I don't want to put all of that. I don't want to project that out on my kids. And a lot of people are like, that's crazy. What do you mean? You don't have college accounts for your kids. You're not going to send your kids to college. And it's like, look, if they want to go to college, they better get a scholarship. They better work really hard and get a job. College is not a requirement, man. You don't have to go to college. Hello. So it's like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like there are so many different, I'm, I have, I'm still paying off student loan debt for a college degree I don't use. Yeah, I hear that so, so it's like, much. Well, I'm not going to set my kids up for something when they can, and, and here's the other thing too, if my kid wants to be a friggin' neurosurgeon, they better work their ass off to go to school and know that crap because you don't want some dingbat clawing into your brain, okay? You better know your your stuff, kid. Like, I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just... It, it it kills me. But anyway, their value and their worth, we talk, We have tons of conversations about the fact that it absolutely has nothing to do with your outward appearance or the things that you post. It is the way you treat people. It is the way you treat your family. It is it is how you feel about yourself when you when you do an activity or play a sport that you love and it gives you that drive and determination to go further and further. But it's what you're saying is true because I have created videos and then they go out and they go on the internet and you're like, I worked so hard on that. I edited that. Like why? What happened? But after that happens so many times, you just realize that you win some, you lose some. Mm -hmm. But it's harder for these kids because they've not, they've not developed yet. Right. And they grew up. It's all they've known. And it's all they've known, which is true because this wasn't, I didn't even have a cell phone. Like before I, I, college, I guess, or whatever. You we know? had a phone on the wall, dude. Right. And I would sit home and like wait for my – but even then, like I was just standing in the hallway waiting for my phone to ring. I was always on the phone. And then we got a cordless phone and it was like life-changing because I could take it in my room and my parents would get mad because I never put it back on the charger. Yeah, it's everybody. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 But I uh, miss great. those days, you know? Yeah. Agreed. I, and the thing is, is nobody's going back. I know. It's not. So you have to adapt. And give in in certain situations. And that's what's hard as a parent is knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So what do we got? Parenting crap. A report says that young people are growing horns on their skulls. Honestly, where did you find this article? It's a legit real thing. I have one. What do you mean it's a legit real thing? Just read the the intro. Technology has the power to completely shape our lives, but it could also alter our bodies in unexpected ways. Research, recent, recent research, that my mic, it's not, hold on. Can you help? Her? I got it. It's fine. Is it fine now? It's, I know how to read. It's my mic's fault. Right. Recent research suggested small, I can't with this article. Recent research suggested small horn-like spikes could grow on our skulls and sp- smartphones could be the culprit behind this change. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 
I thought you said vapes caused it. No. I thought you said electronic smoking devices. It, no, electronic devices, you dingbat. Oh. Because we're looking at our phones so much, we're growing horns on the back of okay. our heads. Okay, whoa, this changes everything. No lie, this whole time, I thought you were trying to say that smoking jewels caused horns, and I'm like, these people are really stretching no. here to scare these you kids. Ninny, no. Oh, my God. But it's true. I have one. I have a horn. Can we see? Uh, well, I don't know if you can see it, but it's right here. You can put your you can put your finger on it. You feel it's it? It's not a horn, man. It is. It's a cyst. It's not a cyst. It's a horn. I it's have... growing out of the back of my head. Okay, well, look at mine. No, up here. Up here. No, that's it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is that? <laughs> you. You. <laughs> You are a bad friend. Go to the doctor immediately. <laughs> Why is that there? Oh my god, <sighs> Tiffany. That's not how you're supposed to react when friends show you vulnerable, abnormal parts of their body. <laughs> you're a unicorn. I, Dave, take this the while I beat your wife. To be There's back five here. of them. No, I can't touch again. Okay, well, don't keep your. Mangy oh paws to yourself. Oh my gosh, stop. No, this is a horn. Okay. This is what they're talking about. No, it's, it's not. It is. They say that because people are down here all the times with their phones or their iPads or their devices, the back apex part of the skull here, whatever, starts to form a horn from being in this position. No. Yes. If anything, your neck. Your neck what? Will be, you'll start to get a hunchback like me from... Leaning forward, your thumbs, you get your no scrolling thumbs neck. Yeah. are going to elongate. Our thumbs are going to get longer? Yeah, to sc our scrolling thumbs. Our pinkies are going to begin to bend right here because we're holding our phone. You think so? Yeah. We're going to have weird hands? But I don't think there's going to be a... Uh, I don't know. Horn. I, I already have it. That's not... You don't have one. He doesn't have one. I checked my kids. I checked everybody. It's me. I have it. What do you... Okay. You think that you look at your phone more than the average bear? Sure. Sure. Where is it at? Where is it it's supposed to be at? It's supposed to be right here. You don't have one. You got to remember you're like 10 years old. <laughs> That's true. I was born way after. You're only five years younger, by the way, not 10. Let's no. not get crazy. Okay. But yeah, I think it's a thing. I think that there's a... No. I think it's a Let's thing. keep reading because I need to hear what this is. Okay. So... Critics say that the theory doesn't hold water, while others say it's just a hypothesis. But they have done research, which includes graphs and charts. And those graphs and charts basically state that due to the amount of time people are spent hunching with their faces and their phones, it, it is going to cause evolution of the skull, like you're saying with the hands yeah, and whatever. Yeah, I've always thought that. So they're saying that that is going to happen, but it's, we don't have enough research yet to show if it is true or not. This guy said, I've been a clinician for 20 years and only in the last decade inc increasingly have I been discovering that my patients have this growth on their skull. So they're saying, I've done, the, I've been doing this for 20 years and in the last 10 years, we've noticed a change in people's skulls. So they're saying it is in fact happening, but it, people are going to argue it forever, but it totally is. And I already have a horn. So there. I, you, it feels like you literally have a little BB. It's a horn. I'm growing a, a horn. It's okay. It's a horn. 
the horn does it says because the weight of the head is shifted from the spine to the muscles mm-hmm. in the back. Mm-hmm. I don't see how a horn could come from that. It's a calcification of bone. Everybody go check your kid's head. This <laughs> is weird, dude. Yeah, whatever. It's funny. It <clears throat> says 1,200 x-rays for subjects 18 to 86 years old. 33% of the subjects were found to have the bone growth. But oddly enough, the growth was found to have decreased with age. Meaning? Nothing. Older people aren't using their phones as much as younger people. So then why do they have it to begin with? Because I think everybody has one. It's just growing at an increasing rate because of our activities of being on our phones. Look, believe it, don't believe it, whatever, I have a horn. You, on the other hand, need to make a doctor's appointment. <laughs> and I don't know what is going on over there. It's a cyst. My mom had them. They're all over. I have five of them on my head. So I, get them removed. No, because I got one removed up here. You could see. Yeah. And the hair never grows back. They have to shave it. So you won't have them? Do they hurt? No. What if they're they, just embarrassing? Well, you can't see them. Yeah, you but people to, feel them. Only if you make them. Not necessarily. How? Oh, a hairdresser. A hairdresser. You go to get a massage. A love interest. Right. Right. Okay. So if I do go to a hairdresser or a massage, I always have to say, "Just want to give you a heads up. I have these weird things on my head, but they're underneath the skin. They're cysts. I've had them since I was born. Sorry. I understand if you don't want to touch it, but it's not going to hurt you. And there's nothing contagious or anything. They've just been there forever. Sounds like you've said that before. A million times. All right. I feel I feel a little bit bad about what I did. Good. Not bad enough that I wouldn't do it again if you made me touch it, but, but <laughs> it's, it I would jarring. expect nothing less. It was jarring from you. I was jarring. I yeah. didn't know that you had a unicorn horn up there. Well, I'm, well, well, I'm not a unicorn horn. <laughs> it's off to the side. <laughs> it it's right here. And it protrudes. That's where my cowlick is. See that yep. if you look, yep. there's a, yeah. I have, I have to specially Brush yeah. my hair and tease it right here so the hair lays back over it and you if can't it. If it doesn't bother you and it's not going to grow more. It bothers me. If it doesn't hurt. You're saying it doesn't hurt. If it doesn't hurt, then I probably wouldn't do anything invasive. If if the doctor is like, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with you. You can keep it. Like I surely wouldn't cut into your skin and cause like a problem. If it bothers you that much cosmetically that you want it done, like, okay, but you don't want to have – a bald spot. Like I feel for you on that because I have yeah. my like like you can already see just by me pointing down. Look, my hair is thinning everywhere. So I, I and I already have a cowlick right yeah. where that thing is. Yeah, I feel for you on that because like look, everybody can see all parts of my scalp. It's well, terrible. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It got worse <clears throat> after kids, oh, and I didn't have good it. hair to begin with, and it just comes out in like yeah, my hair every time I shower. gone. It's terrible. Another thing that. Delightful blessings bring you hair loss. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> thanks for nothing, kids. A writer has recently gone viral on the interweb for suggesting that moms with lazy husbands simply <clears throat> divorce the dead weight. I'll tell you what, it's a it's a nice change from some of the articles that have been going around. I shouldn't say this to you because I know you have writers and people who make articles and a website and stuff, but <laughs> can I just say, no, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. You started, you went down the train, you went down the path. I just think, 
I scroll through my feed and I constantly sit, see things that are like, to the lady who said my hair was parted too far to the side, to the man who gave me a weird look at the store, to the woman who drove fast in front of me. You know what I mean? And it's right. like... Op-ed opinion pieces. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with and you. I, I know that they're cool and they help a lot of people and I totally get it, but I think it's a nice change to see, hey, ladies, having man trouble, kick them to the curb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's in, instead of like, to the man who I live with who notices I'm anxious sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think this ha has a better ring to it. <laughs> All right. So let's go, let's go deeper into it though. So... Tell me, tell me the intro, and then we can have a chitty chat. Zahn Villainess says, Zahn Villainess, <laughs> Zahn Villainess says that if your husband isn't pulling his weight with the kids, you should show him the door. So this mom says that everybody out there needs to stop making excuses for their lazy husbands. And she writes, I quote, on every page I follow and every parent group I am in, I see the same thing. Mothers talking about how exhausted they are, how hurt they are by the imbalance of work in their heterosexual relationships. What? Why does it have to specifically? Because I think it's a different dynamic. In, in, um... So we should all be lesbians. Well, that's one way to go. Is that? Sure. Okay. The problem, she says, the problems are all some variation of, I just gave birth, am up half the night breastfeeding, why do I have to also make dinner and clean my clean while my spouse watches TV? Mm. The 35-year-old writer from Atlanta finds responses cringeworthy. The advice is always the same. Be gentle with yourself. You can't do it all. Parenthood is hard. Blah, blah, blah. She writes, I don't know which of you needs to hear this, but I'll give you some better advice. Just divorce his ass. Okay, That's girl. right. Villanazes <laughs> believes that men who don't pull their weight don't deserve to have a wife. She says men are not inherently incompetent or lazy or incapable of doing their fair share. She says, tell that jackass to get off the golf course and get his ass home, get up in the middle of the night with the baby and start earning the right to stay married. Dang. She laid it out there. Um, her messages, um, or her message has been shared over 20,000 times. And this was a week ago when I found this, I see women upholding the social norm and almost treating it like it's funny, she says, but knowingly harming another person and causing them to suffer so that you can't get more sleep or free time is pretty much the dictionary de definition of abuse. Wow. Um, so here's the thing. I have goosebumps. So here's the thing that I have to say about this, and then you can say yours. Okay. Okay? I do not like any time I talk about, like, when I say my husband just got back from the grocery store or my husband did this, I cannot stand when women say, aren't you lucky? It's so great that he does that for you. Bitch, please, he eats food. Why he can't go to the grocery store? <laughs> like, of course he can go to the grocery store. He eats food, too. Like, it's not necessarily my job just because I'm the woman. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, for years and years and years and years... I was the primary everything when it came to the household and he he worked and then came home, turned the TV on and expected all of these things to happen. With the shift in what we do for a living, he has taken on a ton of different roles, one of which being the cooking and the grocery shopping. I'm not – I don't feel like I'm lucky that he does that. I feel like those are jobs that he is supposed to do to keep the house running. So I understand where she's coming from when she says – 
If he doesn't help and he doesn't pitch in, kick him to the curb. What I can tell you is that men cannot read minds. Mm -hmm. So if you don't tell them the way you're feeling, you can't just kick them to the curb. You have to say, I need help. And this is specifically what I need you to do because they're not going to guess, number one. They're not going to infer from some situation that you might need them to do the dishes because they don't want to do the dishes. I don't want to do the dishes. Nobody wants to do the effing dishes. Right. So I think it's a bit harsh, but I think what you should stress is, Communication, communication, communication. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think that that you're lucky if your husband does something. I think I think you need to have a partnership. Go. Yes, I actually surprisingly agree with you. Ah, <laughs> surprisingly. Um, I definitely think that divorce is pretty rash. Like somebody said in the comments, like mm-hmm. it's extreme. It's kind mm-hmm. of extreme. But I frigging love her message of not settling. Right. Agreed. I, it gave me goosebumps because it's, I get it. Like I was that mom while my husband was working. I was home with the kids. I was losing my mind. I was Mm -hmm. depressed. Mm -hmm. I lost who I was. And I had trouble expressing it to my husband because I wanted to look like a good wife. I didn't want him to regret having kids with me. I I didn't want to ask for help because I didn't want to seem like a bad mom, but it's the, I, I don't, I think when people step out and say something that could ruffle feathers, um, I admire that because it, it lets you look at things from a new perspective. Like, and so now if, if my husband's doing something that I don't like, instead of biting my tongue or hoping he'll pick up on my like mean eyes, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> I just say it like, I don't like it. And there was a point in our relationship where I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, if somebody else gave me attention right now, I would be tempted because I'm not getting it from you. And I am a human and I am a person. I am not a robot. And so I'm just letting you know that if some things don't change, then something has to change here because I am not happy. Right. And life is way too short. You know what I mean? So we ended up going to marriage counseling and learning each other's love languages and all that stuff. But I love what she's saying to these women like, hey, man, it doesn't have to be this way. Obviously, don't jump right to divorce, but have a conversation. Yeah. I'm, I'm not happy and something's got to change and I'm not playing about it. And if you don't change and I, I like I hate the idea of saying you need to change. I don't think the person needs to change. I think his actions need to change. I think the situation needs to change. Yeah. And I and like I said before, I just don't think like cuz Dave says to me <laughs> we we were talking about this and he goes, "You know, do you want to get in on the mic? Do you want to get in on the uh, what? mic? What? You got something? Why are you biting your tongue?" He basically said he's feeling some type of way. He basically said that um, no man really wants to do any of these things. He goes, because we just don't want to take part. It's not something that's innate in us. Well, that's honest. Oh, well, then why don't (laughs) you grab a mic? Don't want to take part. Go ahead. Someone else is doing it. You're not going to disrupt them. I mean, we all lived with other guys at some point and the laundry got done and dishes got done and dinners got cooked and you came in and you didn't communicate that you wanted help and you started doing it i'll be like okay but what about every time i said i need help (laughs) i don't know who you were talking to (laughs) me but I, i was saying that you didn't communicate how bad it was and i didn't go looking to see that it was bad Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. Way to own your part, though, at the end there. Yeah, that's what I said. Agreed. I, everything was fine in my world, so I thought, it's cool. 
Yeah. Let it go. Right. And he made a he made a very valid point there because he says it's not disrupting my life. My wife is doing all of the cooking and the cleaning and the child rearing and taking care of everything. It's not disrupting his world. And it wasn't until I disrupted his world that he was like, oh, so this is a problem. I see. And it it, it was it, it, it did make changes come. And I also had to take a good look at my passive aggressiveness. Mm. You know, and be like, whoa, how about I just say, like you said, I don't like that, or I need you to do this, or if you could help me do X, Y, and Z, um, that would be, that would be great. So it's, it's, it's important, you know, it is, it is absolutely important. And people ask me all the time, like, how long have you been a stay at home mom? And I I have been a stay at home mom on and off since the the birth of my first but i've also these were short maternity breaks cuz i always worked outside the home prior to starting this business um so i had a different i always felt like i work too outside of the home why can't when we come home we do these things together and not to say that when you're staying at home you should do all the things because you shouldn't because you're one person right but it also gave me another big shift when i started working from home because it was like whoa 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 like there's way too many things for one person to do. Right. Like you can't have a bunch of kids and just and just have one person who does all of the things. You just can't. It's not how any it just it, well, you can and then it will crumble and fail. So, um to this woman's credit, villain Villana? Zon Zon Villanes Villananas villain I can't pronounce this woman's name to save my life. Um I I liked her, her message, um, but I do believe. I bet you it's Vinus. Vinus? Yeah, like the L's are silent. I don't, dude, I don't know. It's anyway. Zon, Z A W N V I L L I N E S. I would just say, don't be so quick to kick him to the curb before you have a conversation. And I love this. Can I just say this really quick? She yeah. wrote, friends, you do not have to be grateful for a husband who does not equitably share any more than you have to be grateful for whatever. I didn't read it right. But basically said, like, just because your husband doesn't beat you or cheat on you doesn't mean you settle for not being happy. Mm-hmm. And my sister brought that point up to me. At one point, I was... um whining about my relationship to my sister in New York. And she's like, okay, but you literally just said, at least he doesn't cheat or beat on me. Does that mean that you have to suffer still? Like just because he doesn't do those things doesn't mean that everything's still okay. Those aren't the markers right? for what's acceptable agreed. in a relationship. They're don't, they're, yeah. Agreed. That's a good point too. So I just think that the biggest thing we've learned in our marriage and our anniversary is this week, 16 years. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. Thank you. We've learned that. And it's not, he's not a fan of communicating. My husband does not want to talk. He's not, he's not a person that wants to just end where I would endlessly talk him to death, but he's gotten better about listening and I'm trying to get better about listening because I just want to talk. Agreed. Yeah. But I'm honest. I'm honest about it. Yeah, that's Like, I good. don't fib about it. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to talk you and talk to you until you die. Yeah. About the weather, mostly. <laughs> 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 Having good weather lately, have you seen? Humidity's down to 47%. Please tell me that's not real. It's true. It's Why do fact. you? You're so I just like weird, to know. dude. Poll- pollen count is a bit high. Had a little bit of a post-nasal drip, but we're Ew, doing it. Ew, what? Just, sorry. Don't say that. <laughs> 
All right, unicorn, take us out. Join us next week for another episode of Take It. <laughs> or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Do you realize this is a professional thing? This is like a legitimate job we have, right? Like you can't just go scaring somebody. Somebody who's especially wearing a cardigan. <gasps> I'm old. I might have a pacemaker. Don't call me a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, who have no idea what we're doing. Exactly. See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> I thought I was getting murdered. Why would you try to murder me like that? <laughs> That was straight up rude. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Why would you oh. do that? Oh, that just made everything so much better. <laughs> Your reaction <laughs> Why would you do that? My heart stopped. <laughs> and then I felt it restart. Like hit a rib. Oh.